Why, hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had the opportunity to chat with Josh and Amy of Lastlings over Zoom video. Josh and Amy are siblings, and they talk about where they were born and raised and how they got into music. Both started out on classical piano. Josh moved from piano to guitar and then eventually electric guitar. Amy would use the piano to sing and do covers. She was into musical theater and chorus and choir. Josh talked about being in a band, and then after band practice, he would jam with Amy and they would do different cover songs. Eventually started writing music together. They talked about putting their songs up on SoundCloud and from those numbers ended up getting a manager and different people reaching out to them. They talked about working with Rufus DeSoul, getting signed to their label, a big Australian tour they have coming up, where they were when COVID happened and how that influenced the new record Perfect World. And they talked to us about that new album and all about the big tour they have coming up in the United States, Australia, and doing a festival date in Japan, which is massive for them. You can check out the interview with Josh and Amy on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, we would love it if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Lastlings. Awesome. Well, yeah, I'm Adam, and thank you both uh, for doing this. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Sorry for uh, postponing a few times. Oh, it's okay. All good. Um, yeah. So this is about the two of you and the new uh, album and your journey in music. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Siblings, correct? Yeah. Both. Yeah. Of you? Correct. In uh, uh, Josh, are you older? Or younger yeah i'm 28 amy's 23 okay so five years yeah. in between the two yeah so yeah. uh did you both grow up in a musical family at all kind of um we grew up in a family where there was a lot of karaoke and because our mom's japanese so that's awesome i think we spent a lot of time in the karaoke booth and even when we lived downstairs um, in the garage, there was like a little setup. So dad and I would go in there after school and I learned piano when I was younger as well. I did classical. And I think after learning that, it kind of made me realize that I really enjoyed singing as well. So I started singing and doing covers and that's kind of how I started getting into music. What about mine you? Was like, yeah. yeah, mine was kind of much of the same. I started piano when I was younger. I, I hated piano though when I first started it because I was kind of forced into it. Um, so I quit after a few years. And then later on in high school, I learned classical guitar. I did one lesson and I also hated it. And then I think I just don't like structured learning. Yeah. Um, and then in high school, like really late in high school, I started teaching myself electric guitar and started learning like Jimi Hendrix and um, mostly, yes, mostly Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, all that kind of stuff. And then mm-hmm. after that, um, I was in a band with some friends and then we started to play together. And then after that, like after band practice, Amy would come in and we'd kind of like do covers together and 
I guess it was just like a natural progression from there. Like I would buy some new electronic equipment like synths or um, like a launch pad and then just started learning, yeah, learning software and learning Ableton basically. Yeah, I was going to say from Jimi Hendrix to what you guys are doing now, it's quite a <laughs> a different, uh, sonically much different than what you're doing, obviously. For yeah, sure, definitely. yeah. For Even sure. um, in school, I was doing choir and musical theater, so that's quite different as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. I think there was a little bit in between there as well where I went from like Jimi Hendrix to like more um, like indie rock kind of stuff and then more to the electronic side. Okay. And did you, were you guys both born and raised in, were you from Melbourne? Is that what you said? Or are you just no, we're, no, so you're... we're from the, we're from the Gold Coast, um, which is um, up north. Um, and then we moved down to Melbourne a few years ago. Okay. What was yeah. it like growing up there? Was it much different than where you are now in Melbourne? Um, yeah, it's very different. Um, Gold, the Gold Coast is more of like a surfy kind of beach town. Um, and then Melbourne is obviously more of the city life. So it's mm-hmm. quite different. Um, the music scene is very different. I think um, there's more electronic music down here. I think that's why we made the move. Um, yeah, about a nightlife as well and more events on. Yeah, lots of events, more, a lot of inspiration. Um, but the Gold Coast is really nice, though. It's really nice to go back to. And it's, um, I, I grew up surfing as well. So it was really nice having that as a kid. And I, I miss that a lot because the beach is quite far in Melbourne. It's probably like an hour and 20 minute drive oh, as, opposed wow. to, as opposed to like a 20 minute drive on the Gold Coast or five yeah. minute walk for some people. Well, I, I grew up in San Diego, so we had the ocean too. Um, yeah. And then I moved to Tennessee a couple of years ago and it's completely different. But um, for sure. <laughs> what was the music scene like in, in the Gold Coast? Was it more like what I think of you know san diego as a lot of reggae and, and like kind of like sublime vibes like was it similar to that or i mean we, we also had electronic music but was was hmm. uh edm a, not a, as big of a deal there or it's uh, more I, I i would say like surf rock or indie music okay there was a lot, yeah there was a Even lot of surf rock and indie music yeah, a lot of it's surf very rock and indie music when to... we're growing up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you go first, Amy. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say it's very close to Byron Bay. So <laughs> if you, I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of like folk music and yeah, indie rock music down that way. Cool. Very cool. And since you're five years younger, uh, Amy, so when you would play with Josh, like at what point did you both decide like oh we should start like to write our own music here because were you, you were in another band or something like josh before you guys started playing i was just in a band with some, with some friends so i wasn't like super serious um and then i think once we got into uni everyone got quite busy and then i think um out of a lot of things like it was quite convenient for me and amy to make music together because we were living in the same house and mm-hmm. like our, our schedules kind of lined up as well um compared to like doing it with a band where you have to um be conscious of everyone else's schedules. So I think it was just pretty easy for me and Amy to like just start writing together and and yeah. making music. I mean, I was still in school, so like it would always be after school. I would go into the garage and yeah, we would probably I think we used to just do covers in the garage. And then there was also a piano in the living room that I would always sit there and do covers there and write my own songs and then yeah, I think we did like, what song was it? Josh it was like, um, I think it was Old J. 
oh, that God. we used to do. I forget which song it was. I think it was Chet Faker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys would do Chet Faker covers? That's cool. Yeah, yeah Chet Faker. Like and then there was ago. one old Jason. Yeah, it was ages ago, so I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when did, like, when you started writing together, at what point were you like, oh, wow, this is pretty good. Like, we should throw some of these songs up online. Or, like, how did it start as, you know, last links? We wrote one song a really long time ago called Verona. That was our first song. And then um, there was a local producer on the Gold Coast, um, Josiah. Uh, his, like, producing name was Gubbs at the time. And then we did a song with him. And then we did a few more songs with him. And, yeah, I think we just kind of put stuff on SoundCloud and just kept going from there. Mm. What was like a kind of like a tipping point for you all? Like as far as like some like success happening and it was like, oh, wow, like this is really working. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. We always get asked this question. It's quite difficult. I, I think like there's been like many, like we got, mm -hmm. um, uh, there was a, a manager reached out to us. And then from then on, we um, we kept writing music and then more people would reach out. And then we kind of like a big snowballing effect, really. We played our first festival and then, yeah, it's, it's hard to really pinpoint what actual sure. tipping point was. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with getting the manager and people reaching out to you, was that based off of like your SoundCloud or like, yeah, how were you actively out playing or? A combination um, of everything we hadn't really played too many shows yet i don't think so i think it was mostly based off soundcloud and also um also word of mouth like friend of a friend as well um was a manager and yeah kind of happened really naturally and organically wow yeah and uh so once you guys you know you get the manager you're doing festivals like um you guys have worked with like rufus the soul like the, that was was that later down your career line? I mean, you played with them a bit and they mm. have a remix of your song and like there must have been like what was kind of, I mean, you've done Coachella. There are so many things that have happened kind of in recent years. Um, like once you get the manager and, and those things, like what was, what would you say? Like the, you said the progression was pretty organically, but was there like a next big jump? You're like, whoa, okay, now we get to go to play the yeah. States or there was, or we got to open for them or. Yeah. I think um, when we played, we did a support tour with Rufus um, mm -hmm. many, many years ago. Um, it was a, a rural tour around Australia. And I think that was, I would say a bit of a tipping point. Um, we met the guys and, um, we really got along, and I think that's when we kind of first started. Label they started talking about their Rose Avenue record label as well back then. Mm. Um, they kind of said that they wanted to start something, and then um, years later, we're on their label and releasing music now. So I think that was really cool. That was a really, um, really fun, fun tour. That one <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorite shows was um, at, in the Sunshine Coast. At, um, I think it's the Big Pineapple grounds it's called and it was just pouring down rain and we were just kind of playing in the rain which isn't like great for electronic equipment that's but, awesome though um, yeah, i'm sure like, that people dancing and partying that would have yeah been a lot of fun yeah i definitely definitely remember that one a lot it was um it was a great show that's amazing and you've done like i mean a bunch of albums and stuff and coming from like I mean, you got how long ago did you move to to Melbourne? With you said like with a couple of years ago, or within the last year or two? Yeah, it's probably been about 
two years now. And or that was a maybe decision. maybe sorry, oh, sorry. maybe a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I I moved down first um, during uh, peak of lockdown in Melbourne. Uh, okay. Um, I moved down thinking it was over, and then as soon as I moved down, they went into another lockdown and then another one. So Amy and I were apart for a little bit, and then she moved down after. Okay. I mean, having that happen and being, you know, an artist, especially in the world that you guys are in, like with EDM and dance music, uh, I would imagine like shows are probably a big part of the the artistry. Like, was that, that must have been. Like, I, I, like when that all shut down, were you, were you guys like, uh, is this ever going to come back? Like, um, yeah. like what, what was your thoughts when that all happened? Obviously, you know, it's horrible, but like, as far as like your career goes, like that must've been a jolt. It was pretty heartbreaking. Like, I, I, I mean, we wrote our whole album during that lockdown, which is a plus and a positive, oh, really? but this new one, um, yeah, this new one coming out, um, but yeah, I think I definitely was on a low during that whole period of time. And I think that it was very hard because we weren't able to play shows and that's most of our income. And yeah, um, what about you, Josh? Um, yeah, it was very tough. <laughs> I think um, <laughs> we're, we're really lucky though. Um, we had just played a bunch of shows leading into COVID. So we had, we were coming off a bunch of um, New Year's festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, going into it, it was so tough. It was just like lockdown after lockdown. When's, when's it ever going to end? And um, mm-hmm. especially moving down to Melbourne, um, thinking it's, uh, I moved down when it all had opened up again. And uh-huh. I moved down when everyone was kind of going to cafes again. And then it was a really nice time in Melbourne and then it kind of shut down again. So um, yeah, it was a really interesting time and interesting time to make music as well. So it was, especially cause I couldn't really go out and buy furniture. So I was making, <laughs> I was making, um, music in my living room with like, not much, not much really just a, a table and chair. And I had, I got a mattress delivered to me and yeah, I was just trying to buy stuff off Ikea, not, not knowing what it looks like or how big it is and just getting delivered yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well that's yeah. when we wrote Out My Head, which is a song that just came out. We wrote that in Josh's living room on the floor. Oh really? Yeah. With, with no furniture. With no like, yeah. <laughs> oh, limited furniture, yeah. Yeah. And also I like I don't, think I, I don't think I even had like a fridge yet too. So we were doing like oh so maybe I, I just juice got, cleanse. I think I just got a fridge so and then we we did a juice cleanse and we were like really angry at each other it was like the first one we've ever done I don't know why we did it I was just so hungry the whole time yeah Josh is so grumpy when he doesn't eat so it was just like it was so funny oh wow do you feel like working as siblings like you can uh be a little bit more blunt about things like I mean if you're in a band with people like friends or whatever like if you didn't like something or you had an idea about something you feel like it's easier to be like you know this person's gonna love me no matter what so i can be brutally honest like do you have those moments sometimes but i think it's like we've kind of learned to not say it like that otherwise it's just gonna cause arguments so (laughs) like i think it's important like the way you say it to each other especially like yeah if we're gonna do this for a long time like we can't just be 
like mean to each other. So. Right, right. But yeah. I mean, like, I guess like sometimes you might be in a situation where you, if you, you're like, I don't really want to say this because maybe, the you know, just kind of yeah. on eggshells, you don't want them to leave the band or they hate you. And you're just like, but with your sibling, you're kind of. <laughs> I guess you, you know, can be like, you can definitely way. be, you can definitely be a bit more honest for sure. Yeah. You, yeah. There's not, not a lot of like tiptoeing around the fact right right i guess that's where i was going with that mm. so this new the new album was um written during this the pandemic and amy you weren't living in melbourne at the time so were you just coming down and and meeting or staying with josh and trying to work on the record or like when do you both decide to start working on this album um i moved down about six months later because I actually got my apartment when I was staying with Josh when he had no furniture and then they went into lockdown and all my stuff was still on the Gold Coast. So I went back and then I waited a couple of months and then I finally moved to Melbourne. And then I think I was like in lockdown for two weeks, which, which is super lucky. Um, but yeah, I think as soon as I moved, I started writing a lot and I set up just like a tiny studio in my living room and yeah, I started writing a few of the songs, but I think most of the album has kind of been a bit of a longer journey. It's been, it's taken maybe a few years to write. So, And was, is this like when you guys write or even record, like were you re- using, were you just recording at your house or how does that work? Or, or do you go to a, a studio after the fact once the songs are done? I think like it's when we're touring, it's quite hard to like sit down and write. And then I think when we always like try and fit in as much as we can, like, uh, like little, little bits of writing as much as we can. But yeah, for the, for that one, we kind of sat down. Didn't we, didn't we write, was that before lockdown when we did gravity and stuff or went to um, that ocean Shaw's house? That was before yeah, that was, yeah, that's yeah. before we moved. We did like a we did like a bit of a writing trip before we moved down. And mm-hmm. I think that was quite fruitful. We wrote a few songs there that we um didn't finish but like demoed out and were like nice beds that we could work on later on. Um so yeah, they were they were really helpful. And then yeah, I think once once we moved down, we can't I we work quite separately though. I work in my room and then Amy works at her place and then she'll send me her demos or I'll send her an instrumental and see if she likes it and then she'll um, sing over it. So, yes, it's quite different Mm -hmm. um, for each song and where we're at. So, Has that kind of been the process throughout your whole, you know, career as uh, writing together or has it been, did it change because of the pandemic? It's Um, kind of always been like that. But when I was in high school, Josh wrote more of the songs and um yeah i think this whole album has been more personal for me so i've written all the lyrics for this one um but yeah our previous ones i would say it was more josh would give me like maybe like a full song and then i would sing over it with the, this new album you said it was it's more personal is it uh something like was it difficult to be more vulnerable with knowing that you guys have an audience and, and people are going to hear the songs and was that even a thought in your head or you're just writing from the heart? Um, I think it was a 
it's like I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, but I think um, even hearing other people's songs that you can relate to, I always am very drawn to those kind of songs. So I'm hoping that people can relate to these songs and, um, yeah, kind of like create their own stories in their heads as well. Was there a particular song on the album that was like the most difficult one to, to get across or get done? Um, I think so. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> I, yeah, it hasn't come out yet. But okay. even the one that we put out most recently, I think that one was like, yeah, the one that was kind of hard to write. Um, and then there's another song that's coming out soon as well that I was kind of sitting on for ages and I couldn't quite get the chorus right, but we finally got to a point where we got it right. And I think, um, yeah, I had a bit of writer's block. So in a way that was hard to write mm -hmm. as well. Very, very cool. Well, um, I, you get, cause you just put a song out, then the album's coming out what next month, I believe. Right. Yeah. Really soon. Yeah. June 23. And then are you guys going to tour for the new album or what does that look yeah. like for you? So we're touring Australia. Um, through June and July, and then have a bit of a break through August, and then we're touring September in the states. Um, but we have yeah, like I'm a so excited, yeah. We have a Japanese festival which we're really excited about right before we go to America as well. So that'll be really fun. So yeah, oh, Australia, wow. Japan, and then America. Have you guys toured America before? Like a, yeah, uh, we, uh, yeah. I thought so because you, you've done like Coachella and like some of the big festivals here. Yeah, we've done Crossed and then Coachella, and then we just like we DJed at Coachella. Um, Crossed, we've is done a cool festival, the one in San Diego, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah we that's really. Right. That I, I grew up born and raised there, and I always thought it was wild that they had this rad like electronic musical fe music festival there. It just it seemed sure. like so out of place, but then it works. It's right there on the waterfront, and it's mm. a rad spot that they do it and they always get no, great yeah. really cool yeah it's a really oh cool my gosh festival. i had a wardrobe malfunction there i we played our show and then i had to join sg lewis like a couple of hours later and my pants split so i had to like go oh. to a shopping center to buy new pants so i could wear them on stage but I was oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow um, well, I can't wait to hear the the new record. Perfect, it's perfect world comes out next mm -hmm. next month, and then you're doing. It sounds like a lot of touring. Have you played Japan before? No, first time. So we're really excited about that. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Your photo, like you said earlier, Amy, your photos from when you guys were in Japan. Yeah, we just got back yeah. actually last Friday. Oh, well, just to go. Um, to, yeah, we should. Your we family shot a few music. Your family's from uh, there, or one of your. Yeah, yeah, we've got. So our mom's Japanese, and we've got some family over there, like our grandparents, auntie and uncle. Wow, you shot a music video there. You said. We shot yeah, two. Yeah, we shot two. So <laughs> it's pretty hectic. Wow, and so you yeah, shot two really videos, fun. and then you're gonna go back and do a festival. Yeah, really yes. excited about that. <laughs> Should be fun. Is, the um the festival is really close to where our um auntie lives, so they can come and watch for the first time. Oh wow, that's amazing! Yeah, and we've got a few friends in Japan as well that want to come as well, so it's it'll be really fun. That's exciting, man. That's really really cool that you guys have that opportunity. 
Um, and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for doing this. I know it's probably early there in Australia, but <laughs> that's so good. I've, I've been up this morning. I went, I went to Jaeger and stuff. So I'm, I'm all good. Oh, killer. Well, I appreciate your time. I have one more quick question before I let you guys go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, I would say to always keep learning and um, where, whether it's like Ableton or singing lessons or guitar lessons or just keep teaching yourself all these different things because, um, yeah, you can never stop learning in this industry, I think. And to always uh, never give up on uh, your dreams and what you want to do and just keep pushing and working as hard as you can because it is a tough industry. But I think you can make it if you just keep trying. I love it. I love it. What about you, Josh? Um, I usually say to never give up one, but Amy stole that one from me. But um, <laughs> it's I'm, true, I'm though. I, never give up. <laughs> I think... Um, I think it's true for most careers, but um, maybe finding a mentor, um, someone that you look up to and kind of annoying them and bugging them until they kind of help you as well. Um, I've, I've got a few which are really great um, that I kind of bounce ideas off and talk to and ask. And I think just like um, gathering like-minded people as well that um, make similar music to you and have similar interests is really, really good as well. Really helpful. Really helpful.